Welcome to the I Didn't Know What the Fuck I Was Doing podcast. We're your hosts, Teresa and David. This is the podcast with two ADHD entrepreneurs who've made a lot of mistakes. Each week, we discuss ways to navigate business, relationships, and health. We also interview excellent guests who share their own personal IDK WTF stories. Listen today so you can hear some relatable content as we normalize uncertainty and obstacles. Because it's important to admit that no one really knows what the fuck they're doing. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the I Didn't Know What the Fuck I Was Doing podcast. I am David B. And I'm Teresa. And this is your dog. And I'm Teresa Merrick. And more exciting than the cute dog is the cute Courtney Wade. <laughs> Hello. Hi. Yes, we have our guest Courtney today who owns a Jazzercise workout location. And Jazzercise is fun. We're going to learn all about Courtney and her journey. So Courtney, please tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay. Well, thanks for having me. This is like so exciting to be on a podcast. I've never done it before. So it's awesome. So thank you for having me, first of all. Okay. So the quick elevator pitch of like how I found Jazzercise, basically. So I was an athlete in high school. Like I did sports and stuff in high school. And then I went away to college and you just don't have time to work out. Like I walked around the city and things like that, but it wasn't like part of my routine. And then bam, you're all of a sudden out of college and you're 20 and like you start gaining weight because that's what happens <laughs> when you're not working out so much and you're in an office. It, it was difficult. I, I am like six feet one, like I was this height in sixth grade. So, and I'm not like a small petite build. Like I am a very muscular, strong build, but what sport did you play in high school? Oh, I did swimming and track. Yeah. I actually very much veered away from basketball because people thought I should play. <laughs> and I was like, no, like the rebel watch me play, but like you, I don't think you want me on your team. So I, I was just always kind of bigger, not like in a bad way, but like, I also had a grandmother who would very much compare me to my thinner framed sister, which looking back, some of those things like stick in your mind. So circle back to I'm in my twenties and I'm like gaining weight and like, just not, not comfortable in my own skin, which is like a really not fun place to be <laughs> really when you're like, I don't like my clothes and you're trying to find an outfit and you just like, you're not comfortable. So that led me to just think I can try anything. I was like, I'm going to run 5Ks. No, no, I'm not going to run 5Ks. Like I hate <laughs> running. I'm actually not going to do that. Or I would do like at home workouts and start it and be like, oh, like gun ho and then not stick with it because that's what happens. Like you just, I, I never really found something that like I wanted to do. So one of my sorority sisters from college who was local in Denver at the time was like, oh my gosh, I just took a gender size class. Like court, this is your jam. Like you would love it. And I was like, what is it? I, I never heard of it. Like I had no idea what it was. She's you're like, honestly, just dancing. And she knows me from college. That was what I like to do. I like, like if we were out, I was dancing. That was who I was. So she's like, there's a group on, you gotta just find the group on. And like, lo and behold, there was like a studio just like down, not very far from where I lived. 
I was pregnant, like freshly pregnant, which also pounded like kind of the ick factor of uh, like, I'm not in control of my body. Like I'm like soft and squishy when I like, no one can tell I'm pregnant yet. Like I also, I didn't have like really bad, like really bad morning sickness, but I was just like, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. yeah, you're like exhausted and you don't feel your best a lot of yeah. time that first. The people that do in the first trimester, good for you. Yeah. So happy for you. for you, not me. Yeah. I'm super sick. But yeah, yeah, and you're exhausted. Totally. Exhausted. Yeah. So, and I was like, all right. So I go, I like print out this little group on and I'm like filling out the little card at the desk and it was like, are you pregnant? And I'm like, can I? Can I do that though? And they're like, yeah, you just take it at your own pace. Every class is different. You can do what feels comfortable for you. Listen to your body. Everyone can do this. And like you walk in the room and there's like women of all ages, like literally all ages. Like the instructor was like 20 something. The woman just like, just like you, you are one of us now. We'll show you where everything is. And I was like, what? I like these people. And then the class starts and it is like so recognizable radio music. And I'm like, <laughs> yes, I love this. I mean, the hour went by so fast, so fast. I go home and I'm like in the kitchen and I'm like, honey, like showing my husband. I'm like, look at, like, <laughs> like, what are you doing? And I'm like, this is, I did jazzercise today. And I like, I kid you not. It was like a total switch for me. Like I went home, I did that, I showed my husband and I was like, and I'm going back tomorrow because I felt amazing. It was like one of the first days of my pregnancy where I felt just, oh my gosh, like I felt so healthy. Like I, like the endorphin rush from it was just incredible. And I felt really good, like just really good. So I signed up, signed up for a monthly membership. I kid you not, went to class every single day of my pregnancy, like I was super healthy. I had an awesome pregnancy because I like needed to lose some weight and was pregnant. Like I ended up like hardly gaining any weight, but it was healthy for what was happening with my body. I went to Jazzercise the day I went into the hospital. So I went to class that morning, went to my doctor's appointment that afternoon. And they're like, well, we're going to induce you this evening. So you can just come back. And I was like, we have class in the morning. (laughs) this whole having a baby thing is gonna interfere with my jazzercise schedule my class i don't know what you're talking about so i yeah like i my daughter it was crazy i i literally pushed for like 25 minutes like healthy pattern naturally and i mean i literally i honestly think a lot of that had to do with jazzercise happening every single day like i was just ready and the doctors were like wow Wow. All right. And then as soon as I could go back, like I went back again, the community just welcomed me with open arms and my little daughter, Bellamy, and they like all know her. Like it's been largely the same group of women the whole time, adding in new ones. Some have moved or things like that. But I mean, they, I've now been doing it for 12 years or so. But honestly, it like the base, the biggest way to sum it up, it's just, it's at the dance fitness program. So it's like you follow a cardio curve. There's a lot of different formats. The number one and most common format is the dance mix class where you start with a warm up, and then you go up the cardio curve. You stay there at the top where you're working with maximum heart rate for a few songs. And then you come down 
to cool down. And then you go into strength work, in which they cover all the large muscle groups, abs, glutes, and arms. And then you stretch. And then the class is over, but it's all set to like top 40 music. It's so fun. It stays fresh. Like Jazzercise has been around for over 50 years, um, right. which is it's incredible. Crazy. Yeah. So how did you go from being a student to running your own studio? What was okay. the switch there? Like, okay, the switch there. So I had, so I had my daughter when I first started and then I was doing class, gosh, for a couple of years. And then I, I was pregnant with my son. And as you can imagine, when you have a toddler and then you're pregnant, I couldn't fit in nearly as many classes as I wanted. I was, so this shirt, this shirt I'm wearing actually is our 150 club shirt. So if you take 150 classes in a year, you get the shirt. So like I had done that. And then the year that I was pregnant with my son, it was like December. And I hit 25 classes and I was like, okay, he was born January 7th. And I was like, time for a change. Like I'm getting the shirt this year. So I went to class. I'm all not going to lie. I am a sucker for any kind of swag like that. If it's some <laughs> arbitrary t-shirt to hit some arbitrary goal, I'm like, sign me up. Sign me up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I'm the most competitive person. I'm like, yeah. oh yeah, you want a bag? I'm in. I'm in. Yeah. I'm going to win no. that bag. I'm going to win that 50 cent piece of cloth. It's 100 percent. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like the lottery. I'm like, yeah. I did it. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, there you are. You've got little toddler and an infant mm -hmm. and you're like, I'm getting this shirt. I want to be yeah. back to, to doing my jazzercise. Totally. So a, a few things just personally happened. Like my husband's job schedule changed, which opened up my time for working out and I started going at 6 a.m. Call me crazy, but it was like easier to get up and out of the door. Like my kids were sleeping. Like it wasn't like a big disruption in like our family. So it wasn't ideal that I like really want to be a 6 a.m. person. Probably not. But like that's when I really started like going, going, going. So then one one of the instructors approached me. It was like, you should be an instructor. And I was like, oh, no, 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 <laughs> you're crazy. I don't think so. Like I come to class. But no, I see what you guys do. You're facing backwards. Like you're talking like, I don't think so. And she's like, no, like really, you would be fantastic and i was like i don't know and then it was like okay but we're having a meeting like you're gonna come right and i'm like oh. like a meeting no, to no, find no. out how to be an instructor how to be an instructor yeah and then really i'm like all right i could do it i like started thinking about it and then you start picturing it i could do it i'm sure it's hard but like why not and i am just a thing to know about me i have that personality of eventually like why take the class if i could teach the class why just teach the class if I could own my own studio? And it's kind of like a theme throughout my life. Like, why, why just sign my daughter up for Girl Scouts if I could be the Girl Scout leader? Which that's what I, yeah, <laughs> in everywhere in my life, that's what is happening. So, so I end up going to this meeting and then bam, I'm kind of in the training process. And I certified with three other girls. The training process is actually like really great. It was kind of a hybrid when I did it, but now it's all virtual. So 
they really do, like Jazzer Size Corporate, like really has a great support system. So you're like working with a corporate trainer and then you're also working with a local studio trainer as well. So now I've actually got to do both sides of it. Like I've got to be the trainee and the trainer, which is super fun. So you go through this process. They basically teach you everything you need to know. Because when you sign up to be a Jazzercise instructor, you are signing up for your own franchise. Like you're your, you are your own franchise through Jazzercise. I, I didn't even really think about how, what that really meant at the time. Because I was like, well, I'm just going to teach at my studio. Like... But I could, I could take my show on the road <laughs> and jazzercise like where I wanted to. I can open my own classes and things like that. And because I'm already a franchisee instructor, there was actually not an additional fee for me to own my own studio, to like open, to be an owner, which was pretty cool. Like aside from opening the studio, <laughs> but there wasn't like a, another an additional fee to pay for Jazzercise. It was like, oh, you're just switching basically your title from franchisee to owner, which I, I did not think about that when I signed up as an instructor. I was just like, I'm going to teach classes. And I did that for six years before I opened my own studio. And I like, I loved, I love teaching. Like you get to make your own playlists. You get to make the class as hard as you want, as easy as you want. Like you really get to know the students and being involved in the community and that side of it, I just love. I'm I'm very community oriented. Like the I like the greater good. I like doing things like that people love doing. I like motivating them to be and being a part of their journey and whatever capacity that looks like for them. Some of them are brand new. Some of them have been doing this for as longer than I've been alive. <laughs> quite honestly. And they're all awesome. They're all the same. So like, I just loved, I loved teaching. And then the previous owner was like, you know, like how long am I going to do this for? Like she wasn't an, an instructor, just like the, oh, the conversation. So she, yeah, for sure. So the place you used to work at, the owner was not an instructor. She just opened it up opened. and hired some instructors. Exactly. Exactly. Which is different. Like kind of the mindset's a little different and not in a bad way. It just was different. I mean, that the studio that I started at and taught at for six years was open for 10 years and it was great. Very like it was home. I loved it. And so we, I had the conversation with her kind of, what does this look like? And then I ended up like taking on a corporate role where I wasn't working from home in like my nine to five. And I was like, I don't, I can't be in an office and run the business how I would want it to run, like effectively. So it was like, okay, well, let's just kind of like circle back. And then bam, COVID hit. <laughs> One second, Courtney, because I, I want to hear the rest of the evolution. And it is time for just a really quick break. So we're just going to hear a word from our sponsors and we'll be right back. This is a podcast for anyone looking to improve their personal, professional, or family life. We craft these episodes so you can learn from or relate to our experiences and opinions. And we'd love to hear more about you. So if you're interested in connecting with us further, as well as other like-minded individuals, we recommend checking out our creatively named Facebook group, Colorado Entrepreneurs. You don't have to be from Colorado or be an entrepreneur to join, but it doesn't hurt. Just go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Colorado biz. That's B-I-Z. 
and send us a join request. Or check the link in the description and show notes below. Thanks for listening. And now back to the show. Welcome back, everybody. We just heard a bunch of your story with Courtney, and now we're COVID has just hit. So bum, bum, bum. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> I feel like pandemic. <laughs> yeah, it's it's crazy because it's such an iconic moment in all of our conversations that we've had. It's like these things happen and then COVID hit and then everything had to change. So it's I'm really interested to hear what what goes on with yours because the whole workout industry was just decimated during COVID. Because yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was. It was crazy. I mean, we really, I went on spring break. So like spring break was like right at the time where nothing was happening. So like I had taught my last class, went on spring break and came back to like another world. Like school was like, oh, we're going to take another week. Okay. All right. And in my nine to five, I was in student exchange. So international student exchange. So we had high school foreign exchange students. And as you can imagine, that was just a little wild. We had entire countries recalling their citizens, get them home, get them home, or no, they can't come home yet. I mean, it was just, it was wild. So I, I went from nine to five, my kids were at school, just like everyone in the world to like, you're home, you're doing everything at home. And then all of us were just like, we've got to work out. What am I yeah. going to do? I need yeah. my class. Like, I need like my mentor. And that was kind of like a more eye-opening than not of how much it affected my mental day, like daily state of mind. Because I wasn't getting my daily workout in. And I was like, like I was kind of lost. I mean, everyone was kind of, everything was up in the air. And there was like no routine consistency. I'll never forget like the first, first live stream class I taught from like my house. I was moving furniture out of the way. I was like in my living room and it was like a Saturday morning and we we're like not tech savvy at the time. We didn't know what the best thing to do. So it was like, I had one AirPod up to the, my little Bluetooth <laughs> Bose speaker and like one in so like people could hear me. And there was like. 60 people online, like working out. Nothing else to do. Yeah. Nothing to do. And I'm like, how, like, like taught to no one. So I'm like, do with my workout. But I was also like, it was maybe three weeks in. So it was like, I hadn't really done like a workout. And I was like, huffing and puffing. My kids are walking up and down the stairs. And I'm like, thanks for being here. Like, I mean, it was wild, like wild. But we were, I honestly, everyone did it. Like the goal was to like stay, stay open. I mean, it was like, there was so much uncertainty. So our, our studio owner at the time was amazing. Our instructor team was really great. Like we did, we just did as much as we could to stay connected as a community. All the while I'm home with my husband and my kids and we're actually like, this is pretty great. Like we're having every meal together. I mean, school was kind of a nightmare because we had no idea what was happening. So we, my husband and I were just kind of like, like, how can our lives look like this? Like where we're home, like I'm home every meal with my kids. Like I, we loved it. Honestly, it was like the, the blessings from COVID. It was one of the best times for our family. Like we really like 
we we did TikToks. And I mean, we just did, we just made it fun. I was telling my husband, I'm like, I don't want my kids to come out of this. We have no idea when it's going to end, but I don't want them to be like traumatized. I want them to like think back on like, or like when we like did TikToks every night and like we went on walks around the block, like I wanted it to be like a very memorable, positive experience instead of like traumatic and it, because it was, I mean, it was scary. I worked through the rest of that summer in my corporate role. And then student exchange travel was not happening. Mm-mm. Kids were not leaving. Kids couldn't come into the U.S. So they had, they closed my office. They closed other offices. I actually learned a lot in the, you know, that small time in an office that I was like, that's, it's not where I want to be. My end goal is to be like a good mom. I know I have a finite amount of years with my kids at home and nine to five, like not being able to go to fun runs and doing all of that stuff was like, no, that's not the life I want right now. And I was like, okay, I think I want to open my own further away, like further out east from where the location was. And the way Jazzercise is structured, we have sales managers, you know, they they have been doing this for over 50 years. Like they know what's happening. Yeah. They know how to do it. They know how to set it up. They know where there are locations and where there aren't. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So I reached out to our sales manager and you, you want to open like a standalone, (laughs) like you don't have any customers. And I was like, yeah, but can do it. Like (laughs) totally do it. And she's like, go talk. Talk to the owner, see where she's at. And I was like, okay, I'll have that conversation again. And so we did. And I was like, okay, like she was at the point where she was ready to not be the owner. But at that time I was like, okay, but I also, I don't want to stay in that same location. If I do this, I'm starting fresh. Like it's kind of my space, like my thing this is how we'll do it kind of thing. And so that was, gosh, what year was, <laughs> what year is it now? What, in the last that, 10 that? years since the <laughs> pandemic. Wait, <laughs> wait, wait hold on. <laughs> exactly. For real, that's like a blur. It's like, where did that timeline fall? So you talked with the owner, she's ready to be done. So then does it just allow you to potentially have those instructors and all those clients that she would no longer have just redirect them to your studio so that way you're not starting from zero yes yes exactly so that was like the benefit of moving and taking over we moved four miles down the road from where the previous location was and that was like a very strategic move we're moving but like it's not far and plotting on the map like yeah. yeah, like where our customers are coming from, like where it's like maybe a little bit longer of a drive for a few people, but it's actually closer for the majority. It just was that helped. Did Jazzercise help you make that choice or is that something you had to sit down and map out yourself? Um, That was that was totally assisted through Jazzercise. Um, negotiate the lease and the location and all that too? That was not actually, that was all me. So that it's, so it's interesting. They're very much like, that's a great location. Yeah. That'll, that will work studio size wise leasing. No, it was like, sure. We can look at it, but like, you kind of got to negotiate it. And I was like, oh, oh my gosh. So I, and I really like, 
I started working with a broker because I didn't even know where, like literally where to start. I knew my cousin did it, but I also was like, I don't know, like he's like totally on the other side of town. Do I want to buddy the family waters? Like I didn't know what I was doing. So I started working with a broker and we like went, looked at spots, looked at location. I kid you not, she like ghosted me, just fell off the planet. And as you were like, looking at me seen right and not buddy. Mm-hmm. They yep. They don't love those deals. They don't. No. Yeah. And like, I had no idea. So like totally the first broker just ghosted me. And then I was like, well, I'm like back to square one. And then I was like, I don't really, what am I going to do? I don't want to run into the situation again. So I reached out to my cousin and I was like, Hey, so this is what I'm doing. And he's like, Oh, I'll totally help you. Like, and which was awesome. So shout out to my cousin. Like it was great. Like he, and he's been, he's been doing commercial real estate for a long time. So he was really like well-versed in what to look for, what to ask for. Yes, this is, this will work. This is not. And it was like, I, I honestly really enjoyed it. I mean, I like looking at houses. I like design stuff. <laughs> so it was interesting to do it on a business side, but and sad and kind of some ways because like there was, it, we were looking at businesses that like didn't survive the pandemic. And so that was kind of weird. Like it, it kind of was like a gut punch in some ways, but in very many ways, like kept the reality check. Like it takes work to keep a business open. And I am also, it's in them, we're in the middle of the pandemic still. Am I crazy? A little bit, a little bit. Like, yeah, a location where people are coming together, there's going to be bodies and it's going to be really hard to maintain 10 feet for each person, six feet, 10 feet, whatever. You also like, are we still wearing masks? How like all of those factors into a workout venue where people are where you're in heavy breathing, sweating, all of that. Like we did lose members, like that, no doubt about it. Like people stopped coming. They're like, I can do this from home. A lot of like out of fear. Like I don't want to be around a group of people working out, breathing all over me. Like a lot of just unknown, who knows? So it was like, it was a little crazy. It was scary in many, (laughs) many instances i'm also like very very aware of this is my this is my thing now like i am i want it to succeed so i am going to make it succeed you've got to be like that 100 percent all in yes all the time like it's just kind of there's not like a moment of i don't feel like it even when you don't feel like it you just gotta do it (laughs) so yeah so looking at spaces that kind of helps the keep it in my mind like this was someone's business at one point and like this it i don't want that to be me that was the end of someone's story which is yes. yours yeah, yeah. theirs had to end so yours could start yeah yeah which is a, just strange humbling. yeah exactly very humbling so we've heard a wonderful journey of yours which i think is really cool so everyone's got their hero's journey of kind of where they've started the trials and the tribulations that like they've overcome. There's always successes. There's always failures. So I think it's cool hearing kind of how you went from never hearing about this jazzercise thing to doing a class, to becoming an instructor, to opening your own business with it. So I think that's awesome in the like worst time possible. <laughs> yeah. Like that's one of the yeah. hardest times ever to be a small business owner. Yeah. 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 
So what we'll do, we're going to edit this episode here. And then I think on the next episode, we can hear more about kind of the day-to-day operations and some of your struggles. And then like maybe a little bit of what exactly Jazzercise is. You talked about it a little bit, but like, it's so crazy to me that it even exists <laughs> still. <laughs> yeah, I get it. I get David it. David wants to hear more. So yeah, it's still my, it blows my mind. Awesome. Well, join us next episode. And we'll be right back with Courtney. Thank you. Thank you for listening. This has been part one of our two-part series on this topic. The second episode will be out next week, if it's not out already. If you enjoyed today's conversation, please consider liking, subscribing, and or reviewing us on wherever you listen to your podcasts. Also, if there's someone you know who clearly doesn't know what the fuck they're doing and would benefit from this topic, please hit that share button and send them this episode. Let's normalize the feeling of uncertainty. Asking for help and admitting that we don't know what the fuck we're doing either. either.